The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this. I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I'll make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, and Huckleberry fan too, yeah. <laughs> where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and you'll see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you miss Bradley and you want to catch that, that will be available up until 3 o'clock at what time he'll be live in that little area for two hours today. It's Saturday, so you got him for two hours. And then the right side of the page is where we're uh, streaming live right now. You'll see it as Living Water. Just click on the um, play button there. Blow it up on whatever device you've got. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, you will see the Rumble icon. Click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We're also streaming on Rumble, which is Sons of Liberty Radio Live. That's where you can go for that. 
Uh, we're on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. Also, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. So, um, any of those platforms you can go on. And then, of course, Facebook is, for whatever it's worth, <laughs> is letting me continue to stream on my private and public page. I, I don't know how that's been going on since they had me blocked for six months from posting things. But, uh, for what that's worth, if you if you're on there and lots of friends are on there too, and we appreciate your support as well. Also, while you're there, right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Um, please help us get the word out about Sons of Liberty Media because there's really heavy censorship there. Also, if you would like to support us, you agree with our message, and you would like to support us, there's a donate button at the top of the page. You can click on that, and make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of Liberty. And we appreciate your support very much. The store is available. Again, I for, I was running through some things. We were trying to get our guests on. And I forgot to pull up the offer that we have that goes through tonight. And that is for Bradley's drum pad, uh, the signature drum pad deadlock. And uh, it's normally $60 through midnight tonight. You can get it for 60% off. I think that takes it down like 24 bucks. But that's only through the night. And it's with promo code 60drums, the number 60 and drums, all one word. That gets you 60% off. Couple of headlines here, and I'm going to play you some a couple of videos. They're 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 inspiring videos. Okay, I'll put I'll put it that way. Now, some of you guys on Red State Talk Radio, I'll just narrate what one is. The other one, you're going to hear the audio, and uh, I think you'll find these very encouraging. Anyway, uh, this is how cunning men play the game. Historic win for gun rights in New York, and simultaneously, Senate passes unconstitutional bipartisan gun legislation, which, by the way, has already been determined. Gun, red flag gun laws have already been determined to be unconstitutional by the waffling Supreme Court. Okay? The Supreme Court's like the 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 Roman institutions of their of their church councils. Remember Martin Luther said they've often contradicted one another? Well, yeah, the Supreme Court just did that yesterday. And they've raised up a whole generation saying thinking there's a law to murder babies and there isn't. It was a ruling. It was an opinion. And the people have bought it hook, line, and sinker to think it's a law. It's not. It never was. There never was a constitutional right for women to murder their babies. There just wasn't one to do that. Uh, also, our show from yesterday, Hunting the Hydra, the majority of SCOTUS has allegiance to a foreign entity and a king. If you want to check that out, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Also, Roe being overturned does not end abortion. Uh, this is something I put out, and the video there is just a short blurb from Matt Trujello on that, uh, because this is what we're going to have to do. Now the state reps that, that talk the pro they talk the pro life language. Now they're going to have to put up or shut up because it's all on them now to just say, look, there's laws against murder. We don't have to write new laws. We don't have to do that. But we're going to have to hold them to account for it because now it's come right to our backyard, and they're going to have to put up or shut up. And I'm going to tell you what they're going to hide behind every skirt they can to keep regulating abortion so that they can. They, they think it's going to keep them in office. That's, that's what they're going to do. But, but the people are going to have to stand up and deal with them. Destroying the Putin's fault narrative. Three things Biden has done that increased gas prices. Also, the same people who said two weeks to flatten the curve claim national red flag laws won't be abused. <laughs> ah, the nuts are running the nut house is what's going on. Uh, also, cause mistake unarmed innocent man for suspect puts a bullet in the back of his head. And the military begins shooting as the food riots continue in Sri Lanka. Remember, they came out the other day. It was yesterday or the day before. And basically, the government said, look, <laughs> the economy has collapsed here. Well, you ought to see all the people who are out in the street now. It's going to get nasty there. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a thing of 
when are the people going to start dealing with the criminals in their government in this fashion? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I've often said hungry bellies will make Americans move. That's it. Also, um, sites on secession. This is from our friend Alfonso, Rachel, and then everybody's guilty to the police state. We're all criminals until we prove otherwise. That's the latest from um, John Whitehead. All right. So here's here's something that I want to show you, and I'll narrate it for you guys who are listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. And here's the thing: this this family, um, they. I don't know if they moved into a house or what happened, but uh, anyway, the the husband had to go get a lawnmower, and he could all he could afford was you know one of those little push mowers. And this is some tall grass, a lot of property. He's out there mowing. His wife goes take shower, comes out, and what she sees uh, it'll warm your heart. People they've never met come and aid her husband. She sends him out. He's out there mowing. Grass is probably. Close to two foot tall. People are so good. Just got out of the shower, peeked out the window to see if they had made any progress. Figured he'd still have like five hours left, and I see this. She looks out. There's a guy with a weed eater, a guy with a, a stand behind, a guy on a riding lawnmower. And I just, I thought that was, this is what we're supposed to be doing, isn't it? Loving our neighbor. The, the people haven't even met each other. And they're out there helping this poor guy with his little lawnmower. And uh, I just, I, I wanted to encourage you guys with that. Now this one, look, think what you want to about Marjorie Taylor Greene. But what she said here was right on. And <laughs> whoever did this little short video of her dealing with a UK reporter. She was right on the smack. And this was all about this attempt to undermine the law and infringe on the people's right to keep and bear arms. Check this out. I mean, this is this is really good. And it's our job to defend the Second Amendment. Yeah, but I understand that we don't have guns in the UK. That is true. But we don't have mass shootings either. Children aren't scared to go to You school. have mass stabbings, lady. <laughs> you have all kinds of murder. Nothing and you've got laws same, against nothing that. Nothing the same rights. Well, here. you can go back to your country. <laughs> Oh, I got to tell you, I I watched that, and I'm not a huge fan of Marjorie Taylor Greene, but I watched that, and I just thought that was beautiful. Just go back to your country, you know, go live under your tyrannical laws. We got enough tyrants trying to change ours. Go back to your country and live there. Amen. I I, I think that's that's exactly what needs to be said. So anyway, with that said, it is Saturday. And as always, we have with us uh, our, our health and wellness expert, our, our nurse and nutritionist, Kate Shimrani. But we also have some new guests with us today, uh, Robert and Ashley Rain. And we're going to be talking about living water, or Kate and I have mentioned it a couple of times, Kangen water. And uh, they're going to tell, tell us their testimony about what happened with their son and things. And so it's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, uh, Kate and Robert and Ashley Rain. Uh, Kate Shimrani and, I don't want to make this something weird, Kate Shimrani and Robert and Ashley Rain. Good morning, guys. Morning. Good morning. Yeah, great to see you. And uh, let's let's just get this started off first. Uh, Kate, good morning. Are you feeling any better? A lot of people have been asking. They've been praying for you. And I told them, I said, my goodness, Kate was like uh, on... Uh, uh, Sunday, when she left me a voicemail, she sounded like the Crypt Keepers. I thought, I thought, man, this is really bad. And then two days later, you sounded much better. 
and you sound a lot better this morning. You look, you look like you're feeling fine. Everything going okay there? Yeah, apparently all over the place. It says I've had COVID, which I must be the first in the world because it doesn't exist. Um, so I thought that was hysterical. Um, then um, I, it was really weird because, you know, all this nonsense about, oh, COVID, no sense of smell. I've had flu before. Generally, when people um, have cancer, um, they'll tell you that they've not had flu for years. It's normal to get flu. It's a detox. So whatever's going on, we're all exposed to some crud and then we're all getting the same symptoms. And um, I was just suddenly aware that I couldn't smell anything. Um, and I did a colloidal silver nebulizer. I did a hydrogen peroxide 3% nebulizer last night uh, without titrating it, which I don't think you meant to. I think you meant to <laughs> water it down. Um, so I knew how Floyd the cat felt when I put it on his abscess on his head. Anyway, um, I did colloidal silver nebulizer and immediately after it, <clears throat> 25 parts per million, I could smell. I could smell fine. So, um, you know, these are all things that you can get. Now, just going back, to, I've just got to tell you, you know, the lady who she said, yeah, listen, lady, you've got stabbings in your country. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, you should see it in the press. Oh, oh, boo-hoo. All the, all the fake lying liars of lies, journalists have all ran around after this, this journalist because she was, she was offended. Um, actually, we do have stabbings. We have loads of stabbings. And when I worked in A&E, they don't need a gun to kill you. They have guns anyway. There are guns in the UK. Um, all the bad people have got the guns. And they will kill you with a table leg, um, garden furniture. A guy even cut through his own veins with his own toenail. What? Um, in prison, yeah. Years ago, he, he'd cut into his radio with his, a piece of his toenail. Um, in prisons, they will make knives out of toothbrushes with blades. So, um, you know, it's not the gun that kills people. It's the it's people behind it. And if That's someone exactly wants to kill right. you, They'll kill you. They'll just stamp on. Uh, people die. In fact, I remember when I was in, in Glasgow and I worked in theatres in my um, early 20s, there was a young 15-year-old died. And I always remember because he had the Reebok shoes had just come in and he had the complete Reebok print on his head where he'd been stamped on a 15-year-old. And what, how they'd killed him was they'd got a branch from a tree and wedged it in his mouth. So you don't need a gun to kill someone. So I loved it. And I loved that she patronized the silly cow by going, listen, lady. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that's odd about that, and we're not going to talk about guns and all that, but that I, I, I watched that, that little video there and just cackled because my kids are coming in looking in the, th looking in the dining room here going, what's so funny that you're laughing? Because it's not playing through the speakers. It's playing in my ear. And I said, you got you to gotta listen to this. It's just hilarious the way she just blew her off like that. But, you know, I heard in the UK, you know, that you can't, they don't want you to have a gun, but you can, you can have a baseball bat if you're a woman. And if you're, if your attacker comes at you, you can hit him in the face. But God forbid, if that guy turned around to go get something else to beat you with or whatever, and you hit him in the back, they're going to charge you. It's just absolutely insane. It is, our, it is in our constitution. We can carry a gun. It is in there. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, they're, but, but you know what they're doing. It's the thug life of trying to, you know, cut people off and things. But here's the thing. We're going to talk about living water today. And yes, there are some spiritual connotations to living water. I'm going to talk about some of those in a little bit. But uh, Robert and Ashley Rain 
were recommended to us by our friend Bethany. And I talked with her the other day. She was telling me about what had happened with her son. And I said, why don't you guys come on the show? Tell us what was going on with your son. Because I think, Kate, this, this is another demonstration of how this Rockefeller kind of allopathic medicine is no good but to, to mask symptoms and, and to cover up symptoms and not really bring any real healing uh, to the body. And, you know, the Reigns uh, went through a long experience, kind of like what you did when you had cancer. And then they come out on the other side and they are educated on this particular issue. And so, uh, uh, Robert and Ashley, would you mind kind of introducing yourself? I mean, I introduced you, but tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, and what went on with your son. And we'll get into this conversation about living water. Yeah, so, hi, I'm Robert Rain. Um, I'm a former dental technician um, for the last 18 years. So now I'm basically giving all this to promoting Kangen water and um, educating people on the benefits and why it's a great household unit to to have and be like the next kitchen appliance of the future, basically. It, to me, it'd be no different than people needing a stove or a refrigerator at this point because I won't would never go a day without not having this machine because it does so many things, not only just for drinking water. But. And I'm Ashley Rain, and uh, we, let's see, I started my nursing career in 2008. Uh, so when uh, we had our first son, um, he came in 2010. And just before that, in 2009, um, I received the H1N1 and the flu vaccine um, at 14 and 16 weeks. I made a huge mistake, uh, very ignorant, uh, to say the least, at, the, at that point, very novice in my profession, just really had the blinders on that we were you no know, healing and saving lives. And that's what it was all about. And obviously, we take an oath, right, to do no harm. And that's what my mind frame was at that point until it, it hit me. And we didn't quite put everything together um, for a bit of time. Um, but when we looked at the PubMed research that came out, uh, one of the studies showing in 2009, it had the highest rates for um, fetal uh, abnormalities, as well as uh, infant death um, in utero. And I had a friend, a coworker, actually, who lost her baby at the same time that mine was, it was born, but by straight miracle. I mean, if you look at the history of our son, um, you will see that he's here by the grace of God. Um, everything about his body that was growing abnormally in utero, I, to this day, like we just are fascinated that he's still alive. And the water and what we're about to share with you, all of the, um, the three companies that we promote essentially to rebuild health at the cellular level absolutely was not taught to us. And as you guys are well aware, um, the system is broken. And we are not being offered all of the solutions available. And, you know, as a healthcare professional, it was my thought process that when our son was going through this, I mean, we were airlifted by survival flight um, and we were in utero. We were monitored with 13 ultrasounds, none of which uh, had all of these in, in great length uh, details of what was going on in his, inside. Um, how was all that missed? It makes no logical sense. And even our uh, the doctor who uh, who was my OBGYN, uh, she was just shocked. I mean, everyone was shocked uh, that 
here we were told we were safe to deliver at our local hospital where I was employed. And um, there was all these abnormalities. I mean, how did these things get missed? These are uh, major organs um, and all these organs were being monitored the entire time. So just to see how broken it is and then to be desperate for answers and solutions um, and to trust the system. At, but right away at the beginning, we were like, are you guys sure this is not related to the vaccine? Because if those, these were the, our first comments to our team. I mean, we don't just, I mean, if you, you know, University of Michigan Hospital, it is, uh, which is where we were airflown to, it's a teaching hospital. So we were surrounded by medical experts and all of which were pushing us away from this idea that it could be related. And it was just baffling. I mean, from the get-go. So we were pushed away from that theory, but nothing added up. Uh, if you look at the, the vactral research behind all of this, there's not enough research, there's not enough supporting evidence to what causes this. And yet it seems that it's pretty clear there's a lot of linkage to vaccinations, right? Ashley, well, can I ask you something about what you perceived in all of that? Did you perceive that these people were kind of like you? They were they were trained this way uh, when we had Dr. Kaufman on one of the things he said in his medical research or his, his medical training was he says, you don't have time to ask questions. You've got to load all this stuff in your brain so you can regurgitate on a test and get out there and start practicing. He says, once you start practicing, you start saying this stuff isn't working. It's making people worse. Uh, do you do you sense that there were people that just they were ignorant? They're they're caught in that indoctrination. Or do you think there were some people who really knew what was going on and they and they're just kind of covering up? What's going on? Do you think it's really ignorance, or do you think there's there's a bit of both going on? And Suzanne, did, Suzanne Humphreys as well, Ashley. Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, she worked in, um, a, a, I think it was a neurology unit, and she noticed that all the patients that were given the flu vaccine before they came in and the detrimental effect it had on the systems of the body. So this is this is not that all the evidence is there that I. I, I would argue, even before Ashley says, they know, they yeah. just don't want to say anything. They keep their mouths shut to protect their licenses. They call them golden handcuffs. Um, we ask the same questions, and and it is, it's ignorance, it's a broken system, and it's push, 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 do as we say to do, don't think for yourself. And I can tell you that because I asked eight doctors that I can name personally, that I knew personally, who I trusted personally in the years that I had experienced surgery as a med, uh, med surgeon, actually floated throughout the entire hospital. So I got to, God just put me on a path to learn the entire uh, hospital and all the different um, systems, functions, and units. So I had a lot of experience and a lot of different healthcare professionals that I could go to and just ask them personally and say to them, hey, would you do this? Would you take the vaccine? Because I had a couple of friends that I worked with um, who graduated the same year that I did. And they advised me to really question before I injected myself um, with this with a growing baby inside. So when I asked these uh, physicians, it's all the same exact response. It's the same rhetoric, same answer, and not a lot of thought process. And they really didn't even ask me to question. I asked infectious disease. I asked my OBGYN. I asked um, 
the um, internal medicine team. I asked uh, the surgical teams. I asked because you know you think you're in a system where you can trust that you're going to be getting the top leading edge knowledge and wisdom from these people. So granted, that's up to all of us, right? To to know, to learn, to research, to always be open. Science is always growing and we're learning new things all the time. So it's up to us to all be up to date and with the accurate information. So you trust that you're getting that. Ashley, can I just ask you? So so in, in nursing, I mean I started nursing in, in 84. Um, yep, emergency room, you, you people will always have accidents. A lot of the, what goes into the emergency room shouldn't even be in, be in there. You know, urine infections, they're not accidents and emergencies per se. In the UK, you know, people pitch up. But the rest of it is degenerative, uh, degenerative care. So pregnancy is not an illness, but they make it an illness. And you've got you know, obstetrician. Most intervention occurs because of obstetricians. And, and there's a lot of money involved in America. It's a lot more lucrative to have a baby in the hospital and to have intervention or to have a C-section. I had my last baby at home in my bedroom on my picnic mat after having a C-section for twins beforehand, completely asymptomatic, nothing. It was absolutely fine. Um, a head was out before anyone even arrived at the door. So, um, so look, putting this to you, there would be no need for really scaboo, special care baby unit. I doubt whether there would be much need for that unit if they weren't sticking all the pregnant women with the flu shot, now the COVID shot, uh, now um, even chickenpox shot, they were giving them that here. And never did we give any pregnant woman anything, anything, because that's why you don't drink when you're pregnant. You don't do illicit drugs because everything that goes in you goes into your yeah. baby. And, and the same as, you know, Whatever's in you, in you is in your milk. So why, um, I don't know what happens. I don't know how people, um, and, and nurses as well, and this is no disrespect for you, to you, but um, I don't find nurses to be the brightest uh, card in the pack. I find the ma majority of them are almost stupid and they're chosen for the profession because they're so stupid. Uh, and you can teach someone's intelligence right out of their ability to even discern it. And um, it's the same They're as doctors. They don't preach at all. They're not. Yeah, and, and, yeah. And most of them are fat. Don't, they, yeah. There we are. I managed to get it in. I always get it in every show. Um, but, uh, yeah, they say that Kate's fattest. Yeah, yeah. Loving it. Um, <laughs> so any, I, I want to know why Boris Johnson was fat when he was in hospital with so-called COVID. Because let me tell you, you've got a cough you can't eat. I'm testament. I've lost weight. That's the, the one golden th good thing that's come out of it. Um, but yeah, I think that. If they didn't give half these pregnant women, like yourself, and please, you know, Suzanne Humphreys wrote, it was one of the authors in the book, Dissolving Illusions. And you can listen to all her lectures, and that's exactly what she noticed, these patients that were given this highly, path highly pathogenic H1N1 as well, which is what all these people in Italy died of. They were given that particular flu shot in 2019. So to do this to Ashley's baby, and then for all those people to just say they don't know what, how or why, you imagine how much money that generates then in the special care baby unit. Can you imagine? Yeah, let me, let me interject here a second child, because I want to Yeah, let me, let me interject something here because I, I want to get to what was actually going on there. There's obviously some problems with your son, 
But I think what people need to understand, you know, Paul warned Timothy about those who hold to a false science or a pseudoscience. He warned them about that. Uh, we're warned in uh, Revelation 18.23 that it's by their sorceries. This is their, their drugs that the nations are deceived. And he, I, I don't think he's talking about natural things. I think he's talking about these these kind of pharmaceuticals, these these synthetic things that, that have been created. And, and they're not just modern. They, they've been in the past, too. So when, you, when you're going in there and you're seeing all this, you're taking and basically beginning to do your own science, if you will. You're beginning to understand what the real science is versus mm -hmm. what you're indoctrinated with. And I think there's a lot of people, when Kay's talking about some of these nurses are stupid, yeah, because they've been indoctrinated with it and they have this disconnect. Well, this is what I've been told that we're to do. This is what works, even though they haven't seen it work. And they follow that line. And until it really hits them or their family, it doesn't yeah. seem to click for some reason. But when it does, like yourself, there's a repentance that takes place, a change of mind, and then that produces a change of action. So what happened with your son? that led you to this this discovery of the the kangen water <laughs> so, pure, you know, pure frustration yeah. uh, anger rage just outrage at you know to get go back real quick and and agree with what you're saying there that you cannot inject poisons enough to equal health poisons in my opinion will never equal health right and i didn't Amen. nobody ever said that had that theory going uh, i was like protect yourself protect yourself Herd immunity, which is complete nonsense and is impractical to even try to, I say now, let's eliminate the, the poisons, eliminate the toxins, look at our lifestyle. And that was not my, uh, that's not what I was saying before, right? And like you're saying, when I actually, they said to me, there's not, there's any research to support X, Y, and Z that I was being, uh, it was being suggested to me. I was also not exactly open at the, at the time. And, and the, what I'm talking about at this point is essential oils. Uh, I thought they were like smelly good candle party um, options. And somebody, a nurse particularly, kept telling me, hey, probing me and saying, hey, check, check this out. When I did that and I heard that other hospitals had accounts with this company and were doing research, I immediately was like, how come nobody, nobody said this? Nobody told us about this. And then the other piece was, is that they were trying to say to me, there's no research to back any of this. There's no research to support this. That's lies. So what I did is I started researching myself and looking in the medical libraries and looking for um, the studies. And I found tons of them, pages and pages. I mean, for example, I, I have a, a reference guide here. I reference it all the time. I've been referencing it for years. And in the back of it's loaded with pages and pages of studies and studies. And I mean, healthcare professionals, my friends were basically annihilating me and bullying me right in my own hospital, telling me that the things that were literally making changes in my son's life, which was a horrible way to live at the time, were making changes for us, which <clears throat> was the, the first spark of light and hope that we have. And then they were crushing it. So my own colleagues, my own friends, my, my own family were condemning us. They were calling us snake oilers. They were all this multi-level marketing, blah, but you're just trying to sell us something, yada, yada. I said, I'm trying to save a life. And they, seriously, I don't think they took it serious. So we you had- You were the pseudoscience at that point for a lot of our friends. 
our community was just through a society. They really didn't want to hear it. None of them did. They didn't want to be affected by it. They didn't want to change their lifestyle. They didn't want to change their habits. They certainly didn't want to change their diet when I had to come over with my son so he wasn't impacted with constipation, severe constipation, because of simple things like dairy, cheese. Um, it, it was extremely, gosh, a night. It, it is abandoning. It, it, I mean, it, it really creates these very deep frustrations internally when nobody wants to listen to you, nobody hears you, and nobody wants to step up and fight with you. Nobody wants to look at the research with you. And part of that's because they don't have the education or the knowledge. So, gosh. And, that, and alongside all that, too, it's like in America and a lot of other places, we have this like white coat syndrome. And I've heard so many people say over the years, like, well, I just do what my doctor tells me to. And to me, like, that's like death sentence almost half the time yeah. in of itself. So your own doctor. it's a re- it's yeah. a religion, Robert. That's what it is. It's a religion. It's oh, a worship. It's a cult. So there's like a, there's cult. a lot of unlearning. I feel like a lot of people need to do because that's what I had to do because I always felt that the doctor, you know, was there to help me or had the best interests in mind for me and my health. But at the end of the day, I've heard a lot of women too, but people in general say like, well, I go to a male doctor because he knows my body better. I've heard female doctors or female patients be like, I go to a female doctor because they know my body better. Well, at the end of the day, nobody's going to know your body better than you do. That's and right. nobody's so, going to feel it but yeah. you. And you've got to take initiative, take your power back. And we gave all of our power to medical communities. We were in fear mode. We were terrified and people get frozen in fear, right? That's the key of Satan. He wants you to be locked all up in fear that you don't even, you know, think that you're capable. So Can I really question, Ashley? It's interesting because, you know, I'm asking as a nurse, right? We, you talk about, I, I read, you know, all the things with your son. Um, and, and a lot of those things I've seen, I've seen years ago as well with, with other children. It's interesting. You talk about, um, you know, you talk about dairy and we know that like 90% of what's in the cow ends up in the milk. And so, and we know that they don't give, they don't give, um, it's not organic, but it makes the child acidic. It does constipate, it's mucus forming. So any child with, with the issues like what your child had, it would make sense not to do it. And then the actual fact, you know, and we tell everyone don't have salt, don't have salt. And they don't want to put salt in baby water, but what, what do they do? They put up solutions in, you know, intravenous solutions of sodium chloride and it's interesting and sucrose yeah and sucrose which yeah which absolutely puts the liver under pressure um it's not you know you you don't release you don't release insulin with it absolutely and they um but it's interesting with the kangen water when you look you know that it has the the magnesium and the calcium in it it has the potassium and the sodium in it and that potassium sodium balance intracellular and we know as nurses tim that one of the things they do is they, uh, you know, they they look at they look at the, the the serum. They don't look at intracellular and the fact that there's a fourth state to water, a gel state, and so they rely on looking at the bloods, looking at the bloods, and they're not actually looking at the patient. So when Ashley's talking, this is what's springing to mind that she's no one wants to read what she's got. She's seeing. Um, the results of what she's doing, she's seeing her child, um, you know, uh, uh, some vitality. She's spotting things coming back, but they're not looking at that. They're just looking at blood. They're looking at looking at um, diktat, diktat for departments. So they talk about they buzzword in nursing all the time is 
autonomy and advocating for the patient yeah. and first doing no harm, but they're not advocating for the individual patient ever. They're advocating yeah. for the system, aren't they? Exactly. And then the other thing is as well, which I always think goes straight, and, and this is when I sit and I'm looking on the screen, this isn't just a child's life this has affected. It's affected a family unit because it's going to affect their ability or decision to have more children. Can they cope with it? Can they afford it? The amount of pressure that it might put on their, um, you know, the two of them as a married couple and, and couples do split up and break up the pressure is so great. And um, so it, they, they're not even looking at that as, as it, can, it can destroy an entire unit. And it's changed the, all their hopes and dreams of what they had when they were pregnant with that child. You know, will they be realized? Yeah. And um, so I think true. I wanna, I'll tell you a quick little story too to touch on that. We were just fresh, right? We did fresh uh, C section. It was a failed induction, which I didn't want to do. And here we, I literally begged them to let me leave the hospital. I was a fresh, fresh, fresh surgery for myself, but then also my son, right, was airlifted down to this hospital. And I, I wanted to get there. I, there was, I'm a nurse. We're like, I, how can I care for my child and do what I do best in my own profession, but as a mother, but all these things. And they let me discharge me. They let me go down. And my, my husband drove me down five hours down to this hospital. And when we got there, um, obviously you're inundated with like all these decisions, all these diagnoses, and, and you're like going, how do they not know this, this, this entire time? Those are the thoughts of my, on my personal mind. But then also, as they take him off to this massive reconstruction surgery, his first one, I mean, we, we had him baptized right away. Like that was my, my key. My, in my mind, I was like, we, we've got to cover this baby in God because he needs protection. And um, we, they take us up to this area and they have us talk to a social worker right off the bat who starts going off these statistics about divorce rates and what this is going to do to one of life and the, the amount of money it's going to cost. And you're they right. said like 74% of people that have macro babies, like their marriages end in divorce. So like that was like the first <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that word of hope, right? <laughs> and so they damage your child. They damage your child. And I say, I'm intervention and then they do surgery, which costs loads of money. Do you see what they're doing? They create customers. They're playing yeah. with this couple's child. Yeah, oh, and it's here sick. we are. We need it. We need an army, right? And in that moment, I'm like, if we're gonna survive this, I mean, as you can clearly tell, us being together still and fighting through this and financial and all the crazy that has come of this, it's been a circus and a cr just crisis after crisis after crisis. It's extremely traumatic. There's no responsibility. And there's there's just nobody standing up. And then when you stand up, you're being told, oh, you can't talk about this. You can't, you can't tell people about this. Yeah. You can't, like you, you want to lock yeah. us up in these handcuffs, these golden handcuffs, because the doctors don't want to tell the truth. Well, guess what? We've been shouting ever since we've understood, right? We put the pieces together and we started putting these building blocks in place. Of course, we wanted to tell people. Of course, we wanted to share it. I can't believe that it turned people off. I can't believe that it destroyed our community. I can't believe it destroyed our families. I thought, People are going to rally around us. People are going to support this. People are like, you're saving your son's life. You're really fighting. You're really researching. You're really looking at this. And you're doing it. But that wasn't, that's not what we got. We got shamed. We got 
condemned. We got a not, uh, um, let the doctors do it. <laughs> Basically, it's like you guys are under enough stress, enough pressure. Like, take that off and just let the doctors keep doing it. Let, let's just kill them all the way. Well, no, you know what? You know what? You know what I think of. You know, when Jesus talked about those who would follow him, he says, "You'll be hated by your by your by those who are closest to you if you want to follow me." And you're leaving. One of you mentioned it's a cult. You're you're leaving that cult mentality, and it isn't. It is an idolatrous system. I mean, there's no doubt about. It. And that's not to say we've talked about this before. You know, if you've got a severe trauma and things that they don't have some tools that they're exposed that that still are somewhat damaging to the body but they can save a life fine but when it comes to just maintaining health and and most of these diseases that come along they're they're contributing to the problem rather than than bringing in healing and so you know we got a question in the chat here um robert and ashley it's i know that you guys did the 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 living water and we're going to show people where they can get it if or you're probably going to have to store up on your piggy bank a little bit but you know as kate has said it, what what it, what are we putting our money into are we putting it into things or are we put it into things that we're going to put into our body to keep good health and maintain good health uh, so i think there's a there's a plus side to that but the i know you got on the kangen water uh, with your son, and then you guys were on it as well. And I want you to kind of explain that. But uh, Jeff asks, what reference guide were you using? Were you using any kind of reference guide, or were you just kind of thumbing through stuff and looking up things that you had not looked up before, and kind of formulating your own reference, if you will, uh, with what you were doing with your son? So when it comes to the Kangen water specifically, um, that was actually the last tool that we implemented because no, it was actually the second. The second, okay. So in 2000 and I think 15, I went down to Florida to do a nutritional live blood cell analysis training course. Um, where because I, we wanted to get a view. We wanted to understand the view. And we thought, wow, we could really tell a lot from the blood. Blood, yeah. So when I was there, I actually met uh, a couple who had a very large holistic practice of like over 3,000 clients of themselves. And they were there to implement the nutritional live blood cell analysis and their um, practice as well. And they had a son that had a rare blood disease um, years ago, and he ended up passing away when he was five. And she came into knowing Kangen water. So when I shared my story about why I was there and what had happened with our son in the pregnancy, she immediately was like, you know, told me about this. And I sat on that for about maybe three or four weeks after I got home before I even told Ashley about it. And um, I did a little bit more research on it. I um, watched a lot more videos, got on Google Scholar, PubMed, um, typed in electrolyzed reduced water. And I was kind of amazed at the benefits, not only just from drinking it, but what they use it for in other commercial places too, like restaurants and uh, hotels, things like that. But um, electrolyzed reduced water is really what you want to be looking for and researching when you're into PubMed and what have you. But to answer the gentleman's question yeah. about the re reference guide, uh, <clears throat> especially when it came down to uh, essential oils, we were using Young Living. And because of uh, this gal who had brought me into uh, a learning situation where I learned and discovered that these hospitals, they were listing all the hospitals that had accounts and that were doing research with these particular companies, um, that gave me a I guess a spark of hope because we were actually at one of the hospitals that was on the list. And so when I began to dig into the research, yes, I had a reference guide and I still use it today. Um, this is a life science publishing 
um, reference guide. It's Essential Oils Desk Reference. It's a sixth edition. There's multiple editions, and apparently the third one even still has cancer protocols in it, if you can find it. Um, but not only did it back the science and back all the research, um, this the person behind this company, who is, of course, passed away at this point, was absolutely phenomenal at understanding some key components to restoring medicine um, and getting the highest med, uh, medicinal or health benefit out of his product. And he really fought uh, our country as well as around the world to get the best medicine, living medicine. And, you know, we talk about synthetics, right? Synthetics are dead. They have been processed and essentially they take the medicine right from the plants. That's exactly what this is all about. And they uh, alter it. Then they add their additives or preservatives. They kill it. Essentially, they cook it down, break it down and patent it to make it theirs because you can't patent the nature, but you can alter it and synthetically witchcraft it up, make your own concoctions up, which don't get me wrong. Yes, there's some benefit. We've made a lot of progress in Western medicine. We, We do have emergency needs. We do have surgical needs. We do need to use some some of these things for acute instances. But long term, we are living organisms. We are created by God. We are living and we need living medicine. We need living nutrition and we need living water. And these all three of these things go together. Um, And so, yes, following a reference guide is absolutely critical. And I wanted to share really quickly with you uh, one thing. I was looking up some research for um, a client of mine who wanted to understand water more. And it says here, water is the second most critical substance we need for maintaining life. Without water, life ceases to exist. Water is the activator for all body functions, for growth, development, strength, and vitality. The only substance more important in the body, um, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, the only substance more important to the body than water is oxygen, right? So we need the airway, the breathing, But all those things at the cellular level, which is what it comes down to, we're just a bunch of cells or trillions of cells, we need them to be alive. They need to be charged in the mitochondria. There's an energy source in each and every cell. And for proper duplication in the future, you really just need three basic things. You need living water, living nutrition, and you need living medicine. And that's what I preach and that's what I teach and I shout the rooftops um, because it can be that basic. We can take back and empower ourselves with just that very basic information. Amen. And we can build generations um, in the future to come. So yeah, references and are available. They've been around for over 40 years. This stuff is not new. These companies are not new. And everything we're going to be talking about obviously isn't. But one other thing I want to also point out is, um, Kate, you brought up the liver. And one of the things that I always found interesting is you'd hear a lot of patients saying, well, I never drank. I never smoked. I never did drugs. I never did this, but I have liver cirrhosis. Well, why? Because your liver is completely toxinated um, with toxins not getting rid of and cleansing um, out, it's not getting rid of this waste and this stuff. That's what it's supposed to do. It says here. But also, the sucrose and the fructose causes. Yeah. causes the liver it. is made up of 96% water. The brain is over 75% water. The blood, 80% water. It's crucial. It's critical. It's essential. So, like, this is not just a vow selling a product or telling you another story about, you know, some other testimonial. This is about what we need water, clean water. It's got to be pure, first of all, and living because that's the way God intended it to be. That's why he utilizes electricity of lightning, right? It strikes the earth. It creates an antioxidant living water 
as what it should be, but we're polluting it. Like we polluted the drugs, we're polluting the water systems, we're polluting the nutrition, right? It all goes hand in hand and we've got to stop that. Yeah, actually, let me, uh, and I want you to, I want you to hold that thought because we got people going, okay, what is Kangen water? What is living water? And I want you to hold that thought because what I want to do is for the show, the radio show ends. And can you guys stay over for a little bit? Is that okay to do? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, we'll, we'll get into some other things. Okay. Yeah. Kate's got to get some more juice. So here's, <laughs> so what, what I want to do is I want to point to the scripture because when you tell people what living water is, where it can be found, and then how they can do it, I want them to see the spiritual side of what's going on in the physical. I've done this with uh, the issue of debt and money and all of this kind of stuff. I've taken it and said, here's what's going on in the spiritual and why the wages you know, we, we talk about wages. Well, that's money. The wages of sin is death. Uh, we talk about the fact that Christ paid the price for us. He balanced the books with God. Uh, it is it is finished. It is paid in full. We, we talk about what happens in the spiritual, and then we're given instruction on about that in the physical. Debt is a curse, you know, all these kind of things, not to have a love for filthy lucre and things. But listen to what the Bible says about living water. And I think when when I give this, I want you guys to be ready to just quickly give a thing, and then we'll carry over after the show as to what Kangen water or living water is, if you can break it down real simply. Jeremiah 2, um, God is chastising his people because they've left him. My people have changed their glory for that which does not profit. Be astonished, O ye heavens, at this, and be horribly afraid. Be ye very desolate, saith the Lord, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn them out cisterns, broken cisterns. What is a broken cistern? Well, it doesn't hold any water. It all comes out, right? They can hold no water. Is Israel a servant? Is he a homeborn slave? Why is he spoiled? The young lions roared upon him and yelled, and they made his land waste. His cities are burned without inhabitant. Also the children of Noph and Tehophanes uh, have broken the crown of thy head. And then we go over into John chapter 4. And most people are familiar with this one. Jesus meets the woman at the well um, uh, from Samaria. And verse 5 of chapter 4 there, it says, Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Seker, uh, Seker uh, near the parcel of ground that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. And there cometh the woman of Samaria to drink water. And Jesus said unto her, Give me to drink, for his disciples were gone away into the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it that thou, being a Jew, ask drink of me? You know, Samaritans and Jews, you're not supposed to be mixing together, right? That was the mentality. Which am a woman. I mean, and that is another thing that was going on at the time. You're not, you're not supposed to be doing that. Uh, for the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. And the woman said unto him, Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. From whence then hast thou this living water? And art thou greater than our father Jacob, which gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drink of this water shall thirst again. He's always talking in the spiritual, but everybody wants to pick up on, you know, it's like, uh, I'm talking to you guys about eating flesh and blood, and I'm not talking about cannibalism. You guys want fish sticks, right? Remember when he did that thing? Uh, you want more fish sticks. 
Well, he's talking about this with her. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Then we go to John chapter 7 and verse uh, 38. Actually, let's just catch a little bit of the context there. Uh, what manner of saying is this that he said, ye shall seek me and shall not find me, and where I am, thither you cannot go. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And then one final one. This is out of Revelation chapter 22. Listen, listen to the, listen to what the call is. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, and in the uh, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. You know, I, I'm of the opinion that that God not only heals our souls, our spirit, he restores life unto us uh, spiritually, but I do believe that he wants to uh, teach us his ways so that we might have life abundant, even as Jesus said that he came to bring. And with that said, I'm going to give you about a minute, and then I want you to push the, the site that you got there. Can you give people maybe in a, in a, in a short minute something about what kingdom water is and, and how it how it forms or, or is made or whatever? <laughs> yeah, the simplest way to put it really without being too technical is that when you think about water, water is two hydrogen molecules and an oxygen molecule. And in the bottled waters and the tap water and the well waters, whatever water people are drinking, they're not just getting those three molecules. They're getting fluoride, they're getting chlorine, they're getting lye, they're getting whatever else is in the water. So when we pre-filter the water and work and goes through our Kangen, it uses an electrolysis process, which zaps eight plates that are titanium with 230 watts of electricity platinum coated platinum coated it rearranges the water so it is isolating a hydrogen ion hydrogen gas and you drink that which is the greatest living antioxidant known to any living organism and when you talk about free radical scavenging our cells that are damaged these cells can pull from the highly rich antioxidant water that Kangen water produces, and you're regenerating or rebuilding cells in a healthy way because they can snag up that free electron okay. to create healthy cells to duplicate them. Okay, all right. Uh, hang on, hang on a second. Now this is uh, this is their site. If you're on the radio, it's Kangen Water, K-A-N-G-E-N WaterInnovations.com. You got any questions? Ashley's numbers on there. You can read about it. You can check it out. Also, be sure to catch Bradley 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. Sons of Liberty Media.com. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day, and Lord willing, we're going to see you on Monday, 6 a.m. Hang on, we're going to catch you, Sons of Liberty. All right, well, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. And boy, we're having to pile a bunch of stuff in there at once because I, I think this is a, there's a, I want people to understand the journey that, that you guys have been on. Um, no doubt it, it's stressed you guys out, um, your son too. And, you know, you guys were really at the end of your rope with everything. It seems that you were trying everything you could that the medical profession was telling you you should do. And instead of getting better, it, things were getting worse. You guys go to this route, 
which, you know, I, I reference some of this and I understand this is coming through a machine, but Ashley, can you also tell people that there are spots on the earth where they can actually, where there's actual living water without going through a machine so that they understand, well, Kate and I refer to it as creation-based, and I hate using the term med medicine because it has this idea of sorcery, magic, and all that other stuff, but that's kind of how we've been indoctrinated to, to speak. I'm trying to find a word that I can use there. Healing properties. Uh, how about we use that? Uh, different kinds of healing properties that the Lord has put on the planet, whether it is in our, in our diet, you mentioned, or in the water. Can you tell people a little bit about where this this device came from, and it's based off of a real real sources of water? Yeah, so when Robert brought it back um, from what he had learned about, we were we had done reverse osmosis. This is a little off topic, but we went from reverse osmosis because we were trying to eliminate um, all of the water soft. We had to have a water softener where we were living. We were on a well, and the water was so contaminated, well, full of lime, hard. hard water. So it was really putting rocks like in our shower heads, in our sink faucets, etc. So we needed a water softener, um, which we already had, but we didn't want our son getting all that sodium and all those extras um, because of his one, one kidney situation. So um, we learned about reverse osmosis. We understood that it was stripping the water, um, but we, what we didn't understand was how acidic uh, it was do, uh, uh, creating the, the water to be. Once we moved from the well into the city is when all uh, our real problems began. Um, were severe problems began and we were like what changed and it was the water um going from the well to the to the city so what we did we moved our system into the city um and municipal water as we already know is very bad um very toxic a lot of stuff in it so we had them install this uh, reverse osmosis and they said they checked they checked the ph they did all this stuff and they said everything was set up right it was set up correctly but there's no way to clean those reverse osmosis tanks. Um, so we were concerned about, well, maybe there, there's like a buildup of bacteria forming because our son at that point was having back-to-back -back UTI bladder infections when with his solitary kidney. That was a huge concern, obviously, because we, we didn't want to damage it further on what we had left to work with. Um, and so what we realized was we tested the water ourselves and we found out we were drinking pure like battery acid water. And wow. Idea. It seems like a 2.5 pH, and no wonder our son was having uh, bladder infections. We were dealing with other issue, health issues as well. I was dealing with health issues, and so we uh, <clears throat> talked more about this system. I started learning about it. It is uh, made in Japan, um, and at the time, Japan was leading in health. When we were looking at the research, at least from what we had gathered, I can't tell you that's the same as what's going on right now. Um, from when I had researched it, but the doctor behind it was Dr. Shinya, uh, S-H-I-N-Y-A. And when I started looking, it's very challenging to find uh, research protocols, articles, research, especially if you can't translate from Japanese to American, uh, vice versa. So the videos that I was watching uh, were actually through YouTube at the time. And what I was seeing was that this doctor uh, who was like the godfather of the uh, colonoscopy uh, had developed this and he was trying to reverse uh, cancer straight up. And I was witnessing, so he would show like the colon at 
the beginning stages where the, the, the patient, let's say, had breast cancer or um, colon cancer or uh, whatever the issue was, the cancer was, and he was showing then again at three months time and how by just cleaning out the gut with just getting actual true hydration, um, he was able to help get rid of the uh, inflammatory internal acidic environment and stop allowing bacteria to grow in high levels and then to deteriorate the mucus lining, which leads to leaky gut, et cetera. Um, and so I was fascinated. <clears throat> Obviously, as a healthcare pro- <clears throat> professional, I was like, this is astounding. How, how do, again, how do, how do we not know about this? And <clears throat> so at the time we were completely broke, basically. Um, but we had, we were living with our in-laws and our house. We were trying to get our house to sell so we could have more funds to take care of our son because nothing was covered by insurance. And <clears throat> this machine, we were, you know, 4,000, it was looking like $4,000. And I'm like, where the heck are we? We got to figure out a way to get the money to to get this because this research is too too good to be too good, right? Like you, it almost was too good to be true, is what it seemed like to us initially. Um, and so we found a way. Actually, sold my wedding ring. Um, we we found any. We sold all of our belongings. We did garage sales. Um, we tried to help people in the community um, by giving them like we would sell them. Uh, our stuff, and then they could apply that amount to buying uh, essential oil. We were trying any which way to make money and help our community and educate our community while we were going through all this basically crisis um, to get money to help pay for our sons uh, for the water, for the oils. We and at the time, those those are the two things, the main two things we were focused on. Now, once we got the water <clears throat> into our home or into the home we were living in at the time. I began, well, we started drinking the water. We started trying it. We went through the detox process. There is a process of that. So what happens is you start at an 8.5 because naturally as the water hydrates the body, it detoxes and cleanses simultaneously, which is what true hydration should be doing. And when you had asked me about where are the living water sources that God created, where are they? Um, And at the time when we were researching, there were two that we could uh, pinpoint uh, through what was being told to us, which is are located in Japan. And then that led us to the uh, research of Dr. Emoto, um, who was explaining how powerful uh, living water is. And that when you take water from an actual living water source and you speak, this is where people get a little bit freaked out, I guess, or feel like it's a little woo-woo, but I'm like, I, God created this. I did not, which I think is just absolutely more miraculous and fascinating. When you speak to the water, it would create or when you would freeze the water molecules, they would form into a beautiful snowflake, into a a water crystal. And it was so beautiful. And then when you spoke negative or you spoke hate to the water, it would actually create like these splatter marks. And so that paired in all the knowledge and research that I was personally doing on the side, I was, yes, using reference guides, but I was taking every class and course. Um, I could find, uh, and I was investing money into um, a, a company called Airace, who used to keep all of the. They were trying to protect the essential oil research because it was being stripped uh, out of the books. It was being taken off the market. It was being, and so it was basically being denied to us, so that we could not know the truth. And so it was very challenging to find resources, but they were there. And when you started pairing 
these things, these ideas at the time for us together, we started seeing dramatic changes. So for example, we had, it was, we were going on like week three of severe uh, bladder infection. We had tried all the drugs, Cipro, Bactrim. Um, they had grown cultures. They had, you know, put them on the weeks of these harmful, uh, extreme doses, adult sized doses of medications. And they were all failing. And he couldn't go to the bathroom. He was so backed up. And he could not get rid of these bladder infections. We had to take him out of school. He was being catheterized every two to, to every two hours, actually. We were in a very extreme. Um, we were very, we were trying to get the research, right, to provide them to our doctor to show the difference and to show how we were following everything to a T um, by what they were suggesting. But when we implemented uh, the water into his uh, colonics, uh, which at the time, were pretty extreme. Um, if you take my perspective now compared to then, that was the only modality. And we were following uh, through Cincinnati Children's Hospital in Cincinnati, Ohio, Dr. Pena's work. Um, and he was the godfather of the what's called the PSAR, the uh, posterior sagittal anal rectal plastic procedure, which creates an anal opening and reconstructs the, uh, the anal, the rectum and all of that and tries to take What's abnormal, um, in our case, was very abnormal. We had a deformed sacrum. We didn't know what the chances of uh, continence would be. It, it was a very risky thing, but it was the best chance that we could do to, create, to get rid of the colostomy and then help our son to be normal, hopefully, in the future. We had a 0 to 30% chance of bowel continence. It was very low. low. And we had gone to this man uh, because we had heard he was the best of the best in the nation. And our doctor, our doctor, who was phenomenal, um, he actually had to essentially not sign off, but give his goodwill to us because we had exhausted University of Michigan uh, hospital options. And And how old is your son at this time, Ashley? How old is your son at at that time? Oh, gosh. At that time, he was like three and a half. Oh, wow. Wow. He was kindergarten. So, yeah. Okay. We had the first surgery when he was one for the P- the PSARP. So yeah. we were seeing this doctor um, around the one year time frame before we decided what we were going to do for the procedure, who we were going to allow to do it. So there was this back and forth between who is the most experienced, who's got the best outcome, who's got the best. And this physician at the time, who was Dr. Title Daniel Title, Dr. Daniel, Daniel Titlebaum, he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, he felt he had exhausted his options, so he wanted he wanted to send us to this clinic. Um, and this this clinic was giving us here's what our colonics were. We had to make our own saline, um, 750 cc's of saline, and then we had to add um, like 20 cc's of glycerin, and then like we did 20 or 30 cc's of Castile soap is what they were 30 telling us to do. Uh, and, and is all this going on after you discovered the Kangen water or before? This is, Sorry, yeah, this is okay. Before. This was the treatment before we found Kangen. Yeah. So we okay. were we were using tap water, which now when I look back at it, I'm just I cringe because I was literally filling up his <laughs> with tap water. <laughs> well, yeah, but Robert, you, you you don't know what you don't know. And obviously, the Spirit of God is leading you guys along 
to find to find a, a source of healing for your son. So so what brings that about? How do you how do you go from you know a three and a half four year old five year old kid whatever having these kind of things going on? How do you go from that to discovering about the water? What 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 came in your life to bring that about? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I can answer this one, and I know specifically when this happened. Okay, we were at our wit's end, and it was still at the same time as what I'm explaining with the, the colonics and the, the bladder infections. We were like, at our wit's end. Our yeah. son was crying. He was in agony every day. Mm -hmm. It was torture, torture, torture. I mean, we felt like we were torturing our child on the regular, and we had we had we had pretty much broke at that point. Yeah. Um, we were sitting in the bathroom floor at his parents' house doing these procedures on the floor. Um, our our daughter was about two at the time. And I put my hands on my son and I'm just, we're crying. We're all crying. We're, we're all like just at our wit's end. And I, I put my hands on him and I just prayed to God. I said, Jesus, please like just come through me and heal my son. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever you need. Just guide us to the answers. I mean, we felt like we were beginning to find stumble upon answers, but we were like, we were being condemned by everyone else. So we were like, constantly questioning is this the right path and i just said please guide us teach us do whatever it takes and from that moment on was really the beginning of the recovery and finding the tools and putting the tools together and that's the key is that it, it's challenging to get people to understand you need water but we also need nutritional flooding and we need living and i know you said you don't, you don't want to say medicine but to me Living medicine is the real medicine, first of all. And when you combine them, right, they can interchange, they can work together. And so without one or the other, you're, yes, you're making progress. And that's what we were starting to see was we were starting to see hope and progress. But without putting them together, that's when the real changes start taking place. And then we were like, we can't deny, we can't go backwards. There's no going backwards now. Amen. Amen. And you you also made mention of what had happened. I've seen that with some people who also took water and they put images up under it and the crystals would form the images as well. But, uh, you know, the Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18, 21. And you were speaking about that just a minute ago and just speaking to that. Well, if our body is largely made up of that, what has God told us? He's, he, he tells us to think on those things that are beautiful and holy and righteous and all these kinds of things that are good and I mean, it, it, it's like we're not listening to him when, when he tells us those things and he has to drive us to himself with that. And we're not listening to our own biology. I mean, if you really go down to the cells, you understand that they're energy. They, they understand vibration. So you are, you're like the boat captain. We talk about this a lot. You are, decla declare health, declare to yourselves to do what they do best and duplicate in a healthy format. You, Proverbs 1821, and it's, I just can't believe, this is such a God thing because I have been standing on that verse for literally almost since December, I would say of this year, because I had to literally believe what I was preaching and I still didn't realize I didn't believe what I was even preaching. Like, Amen. And, and when I did that, that's another massive shift that happened was like, proclaim only what you want. Get rid of the battle of the mind. And Joyce Myers has got a great book out for that. But she really points out we are struggling. The big, the most work we can do is right here yeah. by speaking to our literal selves. I mean, this is not, I, again, we get a lot of like, it sounds a little woo woo, or we've heard all this 
nonsense. I'm like, we're talking about what God created. I didn't create it. God created the body. And if we go down to the cellular level, the cells are absolutely amazing at listening to everything coming out. They're vibrational. There's, there's an energy. There's studies, actually, on that. They said yes. they took a group of breast cancer patients and the ones who um, used, you know, used positive uh, words, uh, they had far better outcomes. And it wasn't even that their disease progression was less. And mm-hmm. um, I think I, I have said it a few times on the show. When I, when I had cancer and I was doing Gerson therapy, I also did the healing code. And whether anyone wants to believe it or not, it is a prayer to God. And, yeah. and you'd say about, uh, you pray that all known um, and unknown negative images, unhealthy beliefs and destructive cellular memory. Because yeah. of course, every cell is water. So when you're talking about the, the test with uh, the, the Japanese doctor, he played one, one bit of water as he was freezing it. He played um, slaughterhouse recordings and hatred. Mm. And all the crystals were deformed. And then the other one he played. So, you know, when, when we even, I even, you know, a lady that comes on the show with the cannabis, the plants are prayed over. The plants are prayed over. It's the same thing when you're, so it's incredible, isn't it? You you have to believe it. Yeah. I mean, we're a living creation. And when we're speaking life outwardly, it's amazing. The thing, just like with the oils, people would say, put your intention into the oil uh, molecules. And I'm thinking, okay, it even sounded weird to me back then, but now it makes sense that the molecules actually are alive and living and they respond to you and you're responding to them. And it's really beautiful. It really. What what do we do with the patients, Ashley? What do we do with the patients? We tell them they're sick. They arrive at the hospital. We put them in pajamas. We put them in bed. And then we give them them pillow. We tell, yeah, we tell them they're ill. Yeah. And that's yeah. where they stay. Yeah. And that was another thing that kept coming up for me internally, which is why I decided to resign and leave the practice was because I was literally watching a revolving door. I, I mentioned I had been throughout the entire hospital and I literally was bringing this up to my colleagues and I think it was starting to turn on light bulbs. I mean, I, I was asking challenging questions and I was looking for answers for my son at the time, but at the same time, we were questioning what we were doing and questioning our passion. And I know, you know, people may not have agreed with me at the time and maybe they don't agree with me still now, but I think we were definitely onto something and we were on it for the right reasons. And God knew that we weren't going to hold back. Um, eventually we would get brave enough to share a testimony and we would also uh, be willing to stand up for what he, what he wants for all of us, which is life and, and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And nobody should go through these suffering crisis and be left with no answers, no hope. And be so defeated at home that you're contemplating your own life. Um, we've gone through very uh, scary times of emotional um, rage, I would say. Um, we had some other crises come up in our life. And if you focus your mind and your, in other words, if you focus your power, your energy, and the power of your tongue towards what you do not want, what even if it's actually in your reality and what's actually going on, if you're staying focused there, you're repeating these vicious cycles. And that's exactly what we were experiencing was like one trauma after another, after another crisis, after another financial crisis, after an eviction, after it was like Satan was just duplicating and we were helping him do it. We were, we were almost worshiping Satan and we didn't even know it. And here we were raised and brought up to be a Christian. And yet we were not even listening to what was practical, what was common sense. 
and right in front of our face. And like you, you're using all these verses. They were in the Bible the whole time. Yep. The Bible was, you know, in our home the whole time. Well, let's 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 address that right quick. Now, look, I I'm not for you mentioned Joyce Myers. I'm not really for her, but I do agree with you that there's something about the way what we think. And what we say, and it, the power is not in us per se. The power is comes from the Spirit of God, and those who aren't His, you can sit here and do this. You might see some results, and but if you don't have His Spirit, you're not of His. And I think that's the problem, Ashley. Um, when I had G. Edward Griffin on, he talked about the communists have targeted seminaries, they've targeted the church pulpits, and they put guys in there who have stripped the power of the gospel because they don't have a true saving gospel that calls men to repent of their sin. It says. You can tack Jesus on and get your fire insurance and just keep living your life in the very sins that Jesus died for. And then they don't teach you these things. Hey, this has practical implication. They don't know it themselves. As I read from Second Peter chapter 2 the other week, they promise people liberty, but they themselves are the slaves of corruption. And, and they're, 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 they're taking the people that they are leading because they're hirelings. They're doing it for money or sexual favors is what Second Peter 2 says. They're, they're leading the people down this path that they're on to destruction. And it, and I got to tell you, if, if your eyes are open to these things that you're bringing here, then that's the issue. He is leading you towards life. He's not leading you. The, the Lord doesn't lead us to death. That's what we do. And we, and here's the, here's the reality. We don't even need Satan for that. We don't need demons for that. We do just fine following our own self, our own lust. James tells us uh, in chapter one, we do just fine following our own things. I mean, isn't that what we do when we get, sick sometimes I, I see people the first thing they do they get a sniffle oh i gotta go to the doctor yeah. what give your power right away yeah. yes yeah. so so we've been we've god's given us that gift we've just ignored him and again this is another area that needs to be repented of because it is idolatry and uh, you know when we started this show I, I i we didn't even have a show on saturday and when i first interviewed kate um it was like right after that, they kicked her off the radio. She was giving her time to that for years. And I said, would you do a show if I can get a spot? So I got a spot, brought her on because they were cutting her off at every platform over there in the UK because she was speaking the truth about the convids and the, the 5G and all that other stuff. And mm -hmm. I thought, Lord, how do I tie? Because I, I didn't dawn on me that health can be a, a product of what the scriptures teach us, even though I knew the scriptures too. And it was like during that time before we did our first show, it dawned on me, man, the scriptures are talking about the spiritual. They're talking about the spiritual healing. They're talking about the physical healing that comes. And it, it, it just doesn't dawn on us. We think it's it's goofy. And I think there are some people who get completely goofy with it. Don't get me wrong. But I do think there are things that God has said uh, about good health, about what we think, about what we say and about what you put into our bodies. I, I really do think that. So I thank you I thank you guys for bringing that out. But you you told me there's only two spots on the earth, and they're both in Japan that actually have living water without going through a, a machine. Is that right? Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, I couldn't even tell you the actual locations. I just know Japan um, is, and also the, um, I don't know if we, we say this or not, but I think we talked about this in conversation before was like that, God intended for all water sources to be living. And you see the indigenous and the uh, people protecting the water. Uh, lightning 
is used to electrically charge the earth and it also charges the water so that the machine is built to mimic that. Um, yes, we have a pollution problem. We have severe problem uh, with contaminants in our municipal water, especially, uh, and it needs to be fixed. And there's a lot of corrosion. Um, we live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, obviously, and that is the number one uh, city where they started fluoride. And you know, well, we've got liquefied bodies now in 21 states as well. Yeah, they're dumping. They're they're liquefying the dead. I think in Wisconsin and several other states. Yeah, and they're dumping. They're dumping it in the sewage, which then goes through your water treatment, which they're serving right back to you. I don't know who came up with that concept. And we're brushing with it. And yep. you know, Robert came to the pharmacy one day to try to see if he could just get fluoride. Yeah. Tablet. So, like, I just want to speak on that as a dental technician, being in dental offices since I've been, you know, a kid to go to the dentist. I had an internship in my local dentist office when I was a sophomore or junior in high school. Um, I've been through water treatment plants. I've I've seen fluoride rooms where they're decaying, and it it's just baffling to me because I've been into several you know CVS's, Walgreens, and I'll just for grins I'll go and ask the pharmacist if I can get some fluoride tablets, and they'll tell you you have to have a prescription from a dentist because it is an FDA approved drug, and it's the only FDA approved drug that we add to the miscible water sources without for promoting strong healthy knowledge. teeth. Without, yeah, most people's knowledge. So, so wait, let, wait, 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 wait. So, if you go to get fluoride tablets, you got to have some kind of prescription, right? But it, but yeah, they, they don't have to give you a prescription or something like that to dump it in your water without your knowledge. Exactly, but you can walk over to the toothpaste section, and you are hard pressed yeah. to find a product without fluoride in it. So, oh in 1944, Grand Rapids, Michigan, was the first. Um, city to implement water fluoridation, and that was in 1944, where practically all the all personal oral healthcare products like toothpaste and mouthwash did not have fluoride in it. So today, to say that people are not getting fluoride is horrible, and to put it in their drinking water, it's different if you go to the dentist and you sign off on saying yes, I'll have a fluoride treatment, but unwillingly to the public they're doing the same thing and putting in their water to promote strong healthy teeth which is more or less a business issue because it's in, in a lot of drugs as well did you know that it's in a lot oh, of yeah. pharmaceutical drugs yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah and that too is a huge problem as well but i mean you know the fluoride issue for me has been a huge deal for a long time and him just trying to talk with dentists i mean we've said face to face with them and they will literally laugh at, and he's got a he has a finder with research i mean articles that yeah, are just I have massive a three -inch and he showed them that's like this big that and just... they sit there and just deny what's right in front of them wow. and did you did you come across as well um and this there's studies to prove this in order to in order to make the mitochondria the fluid in the mitochondria um which is the powerhouse of the cell that's where all our energy comes from um, we require the the um, energy field from the from the daylight from sun, and what affects that is fluoride. So it stops you from being able to make the energy, the fluoride as well. That's why um, in heavily naturally fluoridated areas, we've got a lot of fluoride in the rock, but they force uh, the growth of crops because the weather's good. You actually get food which is lacking in energy because uh, when you talk about living, Dr. Gerson. 
insisted that we drank the juices immediately because yeah. after 60 right. minutes, you've lost 60% of the enzymes. Mm -hmm. And when he gave patients juice that was pre-prepared, they died. It had mm -hmm. to be fresh. So yeah. you drank it, you know, as, as like that. Well, it's the same with the foods that grow. If you force them to grow in an area that, that the water naturally runs through heavily fluoridated rock, you have, you have food that's almost devoid of energy. And yeah. uh, this is not new research, is it? No, it's yeah. so old. Girls and yeah, they, what they feed the people in the hospital. And even going back, incidentally, um, which I'm sure you know anyway, um, they never, ever tell a renal patient or parents of a renal patient that it stresses the kidneys to give them animal protein because the amine portion's got to be, it's got to be excreted as urea and creatinine. So you, you end up, your kidneys work harder. You let go of potassium and hang on to more sodium. So you can't generate yeah. that energy. Then the heart. It's funny, it's funny you say that because yeah. we were a family that we ate a lot of meat. And when we found that out, specifically I did. And I said, you know what, maybe we should like look into our meat consumption because we would eat like, you know, three, three, four times a Burger, week steak. steak or whatever. So when you look at the American diet and you try to tell your family and we try to tell our family like, yeah, we're just not going to do that. <laughs> like that was almost like the biggest cutoff point. Like you're not eating meat anymore. Like forget yeah, they you go, hey, where are you getting your protein? Where are you yeah. getting your protein? And the renal patients, if you look at the foods that they're given, yeah. and it's and it's shocking. It's it's dead, and yeah. it's it's animal protein when they absolutely should be plant based. And they they don't even teach the parents. They don't even teach the parents the kids that are in renal wards. It's funny. I was on a I was on a course, a lecture course with a dialysis nurse just Wednesday there. And we were talking about this exact thing because we're all learning dietary healing. It's incredible. Yeah. So well, the, the whole thing floor that, I, you know, one of the treatments that we do with Peyton and when we got rid of the soap suds, basically glycerin enemas, we implemented the Kangen water. And what I realized yeah. was I was daily, I was dehydrating my child with soap and, and how yeah. the pain I was causing and the, they would say to us, um, oh, that's normal. It's, it's called, they called it a washing machine uh, methodology. And they were like, that's letting you know that it's agitating the colon to release the poop. And so my child is crying and just vomiting and throwing up and just having a horrible experience. And so then when we started using the oils, that's when we started seeing some shifting. He started eliminating better, which is start what caught our, uh, restored our hope essentially, um, and started uh, decreasing his nausea, stimulating his bowels. But then when we implemented the water, I was like, again, not only did we get bowel emptying, we cleared the bladder infections. And that's what I was going to get to. And the other uh, part of our conversation was colonic hydrotherapy is totally uh, undervalued, unappreciated, understudied. And our life has been reviving our child through his colon. And I the frustrations to know that there are colonic clinics, they're um, available, they know about this, and they are not being talked about, along with things like Gerson therapy, the nutritional flooding. And we that's why we promote uh, Juice Plus, because we tried to go from our 
um, typical American diet um, into plant, whole food plant eating um, based off of the Forks Over Knives and the Food Inc. Uh, documentaries with Colin T. Campbell and all of his research supporting um, if you eat a diet greater than 5% of dairy, uh, you're increasing your cancer risk like through the roof. It was insane. And so to see the literal hydration be that powerful that it could uh, clean out the bacteria just through the tissues, like it was so potent that it would hydrate all the way through. And we know that because we actually tried um, to implement the 11.5 water uh, to give more lubrication and uh, faster hydration to the bowels. And what we ended up doing, unfortunately, it was a little like trial by error on your child. It was horrible. But we pushed bacteria through the colon, the E. coli, into um, an area of the epididymis, uh, and it created an appendage torsion in his testicle because we were pushing the uh, hydration so fast, and the cells were like, you know, sucking it all up, that it was pulling the um, bacteria. And to me, right there, it was like, so fascinated and it was an unfortunate event but we learn from that and we don't we don't do the same uh we don't utilize the 11.5 that way but it taught us just another example of how powerful the water actually was just hydration alone now actually let me let me ask you a question and then i want you to kind of walk people through real quickly i'm going to show them uh, some of the devices that you guys have there if people are interested in in you know, investigating. And again, this is for information. None of us are medical doctors. Kate's a nurse, but, uh, you know, we're not giving medical advice. This is information for people to research just like you guys did. I, some people will think when you talk about these kind of things, oh, this is a, it's a miracle. And I guess in a certain sense it is, but they think, oh, well, if I just, if I get one glass of water in here, boy, I'm going to be like, you know, 30 years younger. I'm going to be able to run five miles and all this other stuff. How long did it take before you started to see an improvement in your son with the first use of this. Now, so that people understand, you're also saying there's a change in diet. So people need to understand that. Can you say whether or not he was taking supplements and how long did it take when you started introducing the Kangen water in into him before you started seeing some kind of a difference? Was it almost immediate, like within minutes or did it take a couple of days? How, how did that progress? Sure. So, <clears throat> And don't, I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to recall all of this to the best of my knowledge here. We were doing several things because we were, we were literally losing him in, right before our eyes. So we were open to trying things. We were open to cell salts. We tried cell, uh, two rounds of cell salts through a practitioner uh, that I had met in Michigan. We tried homeopathics um, because at that point, I have to say that I was just frozen in fear. Um, I was trying to recover my own health, uh, which had gone down the road of pre-cancer uh, diagnosis as well. And so I was a bit at my wit's end. And it was, it was challenging um, to believe and that, I, that God would fulfill my, my prayer and my request um, to give I don't say, obviously it's his, it's his power, but that he would actually, again, answer my prayer and give me the uh, answers and resources. So I was going back and forth a bit in my mind a lot, instead of just being very declaring, right? Declaring that we, we were going to be successful here. So 
we went from that to we were before we implemented the water because this is right about the time we were buying the machine we were waiting for it to come um i implemented a digestive cleanse system uh that i researched using the reference guide and i put my own protocol together for my son and we were getting it we were trying to get it down him it was very challenging right because a lot of health stuff it's not exactly delicious and at that time gluten-free all that stuff was like tastes like cardboard and it was just horrible like you're going from your natural living of american diet to eating cardboard i mean that's not very appealing to most people but we were in life or death at that point and so we were a lot more um motivated and so we had him on the protocol and we started to see his bowels emptying better we started to see this cleansing without having to do the soaps as enemas and all this we were seeing movement we were seeing motility and then we started seeing these long clear spaghetti like they looked like parasites and we had them we had them tested and they came back that they were not parasites and there it, it makes no sense right like they were strings of these long not tapeworms but they were just gross look like spaghetti was coming out of him and i've never seen any of these kinds of materials or things coming out of the stool so we were doing that then the water machine came and what we experienced aside from our son was itching mm -hmm. we both of us were purging toxins through our skin and i didn't understand what was going on so what we implemented our the person who had the water said spray your body down with the 2.5 which was to kill the bacteria uh, the 2.5 water is six times stronger than bleach but it's non-corrosive so it's safe for your mucous membranes and your skin um, and so it will basically clean everything off in 30 seconds. So there's a bunch of different bacteria, everything. It, it literally is sterilizing fluid. We used it for straight gathering and sterilizing our medical equipment. And so she said, wipe your skin down with that. I decided to implement clove oil um, because we had tried a couple different choices that we had and they weren't quite getting rid of it. So we, we added that. And that helped. And we, then we started thinking, okay, is it in the laundry soap? We were trying to pinpoint, like, what's this coming from? Well, what was purging out was the chlorine. We started smelling like chlorine. We were just itching. It took us about a week to yeah. just get rid of that. And we kept hydrating, kept hydrating. One of the first things we noticed when we drank the water was you almost like that rush of like oxygen oxygen going to your brain i guess yeah. a little bit like because i mean you're getting a hydrogen gas which is like it's, it's small so it actually breaks the blood brain barrier so it's like your body's going oh uh, i really got water for a change because yeah. <laughs> chronic dehydration among people that even if somebody that's drinking two liters a day and let's just say they're drinking their brand of bottled water it's not breaking the phospholipid bilayers of our red blood cells to detoxify ammonia, CO2, or urea. It's just interstitially. That's why when people drink water, they're like, man, I'm so bloated. And that's one thing that I noticed is that I could I could drink almost 30 ounces of, the, of Kangen water and go jump on a trampoline two, three minutes later. And it doesn't feel like you got this belly full of water because it's being absorbed so quickly. Mm, um, mm. And so with Kangen, getting it through his bowels he was absorbing better so like i would say for me better. almost like i started right off the bat drinking 9.5 ph water which is recommended to drink 8.5 yeah. ph water off the bat if you never drank hanging water so my um detox 
was a little bit more exacerbated because I did that. So I so so what did you experience, Robert, when you drank the hat? The itching, because um, I kept at nine point five. Okay, I didn't go down. All right. Um, so like the itching, I noticed. Um, I would get lightheaded because it felt like my brain was actually being hydrated. Um, I I noticed better elimination of stool. I noticed better energy and um, sleep because it helps um, the production of melatonin. So those four or five things in general is what I noticed with at least within the first 24 to 48 hours of like initially starting to drink the water. And the stuff that I, that I looked up on some of this stuff also was it's good for your plants and things too. It's, it's not just for the human body. It's good for the plants too, right? I, I was looking at a thing with sweet potatoes and I wish I knew, I don't know if that was on your site or I saw it somewhere and they were showing the difference of well water and then city water. And then I don't know if it was bottled water and then the Kangen water, the, the, the sweet potato was bigger. The, the roots on it were more plenteous, if you will, than the others. I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. Whatever's going on in there seems to, to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. You're getting, what you're seeing there is nutrient uptake. And a better assimilation of nutrients. Um, and that's another thing. There were just several, when I was reading through this book, there's just several things that were just like, it says in here, nearly every chemical reaction in the body, aiding in digestion, absorption of food, regulating body temperature, blood circulation, carrying nutrients to the cells, removing toxins and other waste, um, protecting the joints, the tissues and organs, including the spinal cord from shock and damage. Water is essential to life. And this just goes right back to it's number two, you need it to survive. If you have clean sources of living water with the antioxidant load, which is cleaning out the cells, it's what the water should be doing. If it was um, coming out of the ground and out of our taps, you're prolonging life and longevity. Because if you're not drinking water, you're just prolonging death, like you're speeding up the death process. So you're going co- completely against what your human organism and your what you're created and designed to do. And let's say you're saying, well, I drink pop and they make, that has water in it, doesn't it? Or <laughs> I drink coffee, that's made with water, isn't it? But like the opposite sides to all of that is, okay, but it's dead water, it's acidic. Then you add the sugar, it's dehydrating. You're actually just doing the exact opposite. You're not getting pure water. And then with coffee, especially as we, we know, caffeine is such a stimulant and takes over the brain. That's why it's on every corner, um, every, you know, to take over and have this mind control dumbing us down. It actually depletes your human energy. So you have a uh, full energy, you're an energy being. And just holding a cup of coffee drops you down. If you drink a sip of coffee, it drops you down. And if you don't replenish the energy via living food, living water, or living oils, um, it can stay low for up to three days. And there's they use a, a, a testing to show this. It's, it's yeah. science. Yeah. Let, me, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me do this right quick. Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to cut off here in about five or 10 minutes, but I want to give you guys that time um, to kind of walk people through. I'm going to show them this so people can find this at kanganwaterinnovations.com and the link will be up in the archive when we put that up at sonsoflibertymedia.com. There's no archive button, guys. Just look 
it, you're still on the video platform, look for the same title in a few hours or maybe this evening, depending on uh, what all I got to get done. But look for that. The, the video will be there. You can share it with your friends. You can look at the inf You can check out all this yourself. You can go there. But you guys have these different units and they go up to, I think this one, the large family unit is about six grand. It's 5,900, something like that. And there's some different ones down here. Can you walk people through, let's say somebody is, there are two parents and a child or they're two parents and four kids or, you know, Lord bless those people who are like our family, uh, two adults and 10 kids or, you know, 20 or however many you have uh, that the Lord's blessed you with. What, what do you, what do each of these do? And where do people, can you kind of give them a, a short rundown of what each one does, uh, uh, how, how big the family is and this kind of thing so people can understand? Yeah. For sure. So the the top one there, which is the Enagic Super 501, that one has, it's more for large families, commercial grade um, uh, restaurants. I, I've known some restaurants to use this machine. It produces the 2.5 pH water, which is the sterilizing water at a much faster rate than the K8 does. And well, actually any, than any of the other machines do. Well, really quick before he goes, so the machine, each machine that uh, our top selling machines, which is what we usually reference, the medical grade devices, uh, they produce seven different types of water. So you, you understand there's a spectrum here between 2.5, which is extremely acidic water, which is the sterilizing, cleansing, disinfecting water, all the way up to an 11.5 water. So the, I just wanted to, and then there's the drinking waters, which range between 8.5, 9, and 9.5. So and then there's beauty water for skin toning and all this. But so there's seven different types of water on the spectrum. Yeah. So and for an average family, which do you mainly recommend or, or what's the most popular one that you have here? The most popular one is the K8 and then also the um, the SD501. And there's two platinum. SD501s. There's the platinum and then there's the that white the model. White model. Um, right. those this junior model? Different. Oh, the, the, the ultimate home home use, right? Yep, that one right okay. there above the junior model. That one is like basically the flagship product of Enagic. We like, own the we white own model. we own that one right there. Okay, though. so when when people get this, does this just tie into their regular water system? Do they hook it up to where their spigot is in their kitchen, or how does that work? Yeah, so there's also if you scroll up underneath of the. Um, uh, where is it? Right there, the one that has the faucet. That's a under the sink unit. Okay. So that one, depending on um, Aesthetic. the aesthetics yeah. of what people want in their kitchen, um, they can have it under the sink unit or they can have it on the countertop. And that all depends on how uh, people want to tie it in. They can tie it into their sink faucet. They can put in a separate faucet. Like I have a separate designated faucet that I just plug my countertop unit into okay um there's there's actually quite a bit of ways um plumbers. We're, right, we're right on the cold water line so to protect this investment because it's built to last 20 to 40 years we pre-filter our water before it goes to the canyon filter there is a filter in the in this machine but it, it's a small filter and it can't take on everything i mean there, if you look at the spectrum across this, our state we have anything from lead to pharmaceutical like there's so much stuff in there that needs to be removed um, and so that one filter can't be, enough. that's not enough. So we pre-filter with three filters that just go right under our sink, tap right into the cold water line. And then from the, the um, triple stage filter goes right up to our Kangen machine. And then it pumps it out of its own spigot. 
Okay, but but let me understand something. These are designed to go at a spigot. They're not designed to be in line so that you're even getting it in the shower and everything. Do you have some of those? Yeah. Um, correct. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does. We don't have. It's not set up like that. But okay. there are the shower unit, which I think is the last one on our page. Um, it's the Anespa Spa. Um, that produces the beauty water, which is the button on each machine. It comes. You can get that right from your tap as well. But ideally, Anespa in the shower, you want that pH balanced water going on your skin. Yeah, because it's That's absorbing like it too, right? Yeah, yes. for sure. Your skin's I actually, your largest organ. I did some calculating a while back too, and in the city, you're getting around two milligrams of chlorine per liter. Um, and if the average human is taking an average shower of eight to ten minutes, like you can have an onslaught of absorbing. Um, chlorine into your skin. And most of the time when people go to chlorinated pools, the biggest side effects are water itchy eyes, itchy, and a lot of people have agitations toward chlorine. And our city puts chlorine in the water to keep it safe and potable, which is not at all. Yeah. <laughs> safe and effective like the COVID shot, right? <laughs> well, listen, guys, um, thank you for spending your time and spending over, you know, the hour we had allotted and giving the people the information. Again, if people want to check that out, it's kanganwaterinnovations.com. If you guys will hang on, I'll say goodbye to you after I give the closing things here because Kate has, has a special message she wants to pass on to you. Uh, guys, catch Bradley at 3 today. He'll be on for two hours, 3 p.m. Eastern, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. As we said during the show, man, drink from the, the fountain of living water, the Lord Jesus Christ. Read the word of God. Get with the people of God tomorrow. I mean, you want, one of the things I love about gathering with the people of God when we worship is we have this thing called Bible songbooks. It sounds like a kid's book, but all it is are the Psalms put to music. I have, I have never liked singing hymns a lot okay there's some that are okay but when you sing the word of god there's something that wells up in you when you sing the psalms there, there just is uh i think there's probably no better medicine than to hear the word of god and to give it back to him we're giving him glory they, they were talking about the water all of the creation declares his glory this is not far out stuff this is stuff the creator has put in that we just have been knuckleheads that's my word okay we've been knuckleheads about not listening to the creator we go our own way as the scripture says we're all like sheep gone astray but through his stripes we're healed and i think he leads us in the path of life so do that this weekend and then lord willing we'll talk to you monday at 6 a.m guys i'll say goodbye to you in just a minute have a great weekend see ya